This episode is brought to you by our patrons. As a lifestyle influencer patron, you get to watch the episodes of each podcast. You also get a collectible season sticker with other exclusive downloads. Join now at patreon.com forward slash Christian Influencer Inspired. Hey guys, welcome to Christian Influencer Inspired Podcast, a podcast about lifestyle influence with Sona Garrett and Mindy Hansen. Hey guys, I'm Mindy Hansen. I'm a homeschooling mom of three wonderful children. I'm going back to school to become a registered nurse. I love being creative in all areas of my life, experimenting with flavors in my gluten and dairy-free kitchen, and being crunchy. And I'm Zona Garrett. I am a personal and professional coach with ChristianInfluencerInspired.com, who, along with my team, has helped hundreds of individuals and entrepreneurs live and work in alignment with their God-given areas of influence. I am also the co-founder of the anti-trafficking nonprofit BringFreedom.org, which you might have just seen our lovely dad jokes thing. And then I am also a veteran podcaster on the Persons with Lived Experience podcast, or maybe you've seen me at one of my conferences across the United States. <laughs> Happy Tuesday, guys. We're glad that you're joining us again today. Woo! <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about perfectionism. Um, this is an area where I have personally struggled. Mm. It has not been easy for me. Um, actually, it took me a while to realize that I even had this. I mean... I think I did know I had this growing up, Um, being in the situation I was in, being that um, I had to grow up faster than, Mm -hmm. um, you know, than you should have to grow up. And I think a lot of it is this perfectionism. Um, The fact that the attention that I got uh, when I was younger, definitely middle school, definitely in high school, was more for doing things perfectly, Mm -hmm. right? Had to be perfect. If it wasn't perfect, then you got an onslaught of uncomfortable words or <laughs> phrases or, you know, it just it was not good if it wasn't done perfectly. Right. Um, I even I even um, had some of that perfectionism still going on into my young adulthood, you know, oh, into yeah. my early 20s. I had people that. You know, if you did something perfect, you were praised and you got all the, you know, all those good things. And if you did something wrong, it just was not, it was not for me. Right. Right. Um, so I think I kind of knew I had this going on. I don't think it really hit me though, until I had my daughter and she was two and we're, you know, as you do when you have young kids, you they like to do crafts and things. And it really hit me when she was working on a craft. And I'm trying to like kind of tell her how to do it and trying to make it perfect. And it's like, this isn't right. She's too, they're not expect, you know, you can't expect them to do things like that. You can't expect them to have a perfect snowman face or a perfect penguin face, or, you know, it's just not going to be perfect and that's okay. And I struggled with that, you know, (laughs) it kind of feels funny to say that, but like as a parent, I struggled with that. And. But I think a lot of that ties into, 
you know, we assume that anything the child does is a direct reflection of the parenting. Absolutely. And I think that it's made parenting so much more centered on if the parent is a good person or not, Mm -hmm. instead of letting the kids learn and grow and develop at their natural pace. Yeah. No, I think you're right. There is a lot of, um, you know, you want your child to be the smartest, the brightest, things like that and if they're not then yeah that means you're not but that's not true Mm -mm. nope um i i know that for a long time i was praised for especially at school and i I struggled with it because any attention that i got was always bad attention Mm -hmm. right so if i came into the spotlight even if it was for something good it usually meant something bad was going to happen. And there's a lot of comparison Mm -hmm. in my household. And I mean, I love my siblings and I really mean, I love my siblings and I would have done absolutely anything for them. Um, To this day, I will do anything that I can for Mm -hmm. them. But I know every time I would go home with any sort of success at all, it was always, well, this sibling has done it faster and they've done it better and they're smarter than you and they're more capable than you. And well, if you were actually smart, you would have done it in this timeline instead of this timeline. And it was like, yeah, it didn't matter. I, I, there was no way I was going to win. No way. Yeah, I remember a period in high school that even though my siblings were younger because I was one of the older ones, um, we we literally had a contest to see who could get the better grades. You know, and it's like you're at different grade levels and you're you know, you're being compared to someone who's in a lower grade level than you. And you know, it it was always kind of a competition between one me and my stepsister because, you know, my stepbrother who is in the same grade as me, like I always got better grades. That wasn't a concern. Right. But it was always me and her because we were the two that had the A's or, you know, we had A's and B's. And so we were kind of always competing against each other in grade wise. Yeah. I know even for me, like I was always compared to my older sibling and then I watched my sister get compared to me all the time. And it was so heartbreaking because she's this super artistic, kind, compassionate person who just loved powerfully. And like, she could put things together that were just amazingly miraculous to me, Mm -hmm. color theory and balance and shading and, you know, creating outfits and different fabric designs and you know, hair color things and all this stuff, right? She had all yeah. these, all these crazy talents. And at the end of the day, here I am and I'm in college classes and she will read and edit my papers. And at the same time, be told all the time that she's stupid. She she's wasn't not stupid. right. She's not stupid. No. She's never been stupid. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, and I know what that felt like for me when they yeah. would do the same thing to me. And I, I would always tell her, I'm like, you're so smart. And she'd be like, you're lying. No, no, 
you are smart. Like yeah. the reality of what this is yeah. is so much bigger than what they're telling you. Yeah, definitely. It's hard. Yeah, it's that same mentality where you, you've been told something for so long that you start to believe it. Yeah. That when someone actually tells you something different, that it's, it's almost impossible to believe it. Yeah, um, it feels like a lie. Yeah, definitely. Um, so what were some of the things that you're having to combat with your perfectionism? Uh, so the thing for me was I started to have to kind of step back, let my daughter figure things out for her own, especially in her art projects. Um, the same thing with the daycare kids, just kind of, you know, take a step back, constantly remind myself, you know, they're just kids. You have to, you know, let them kind of do it on their own. I know I've gotten into this um, a little fearful because I've started to see this perfectionism show up in my daughter mm-hmm. now that she is, you know, seven, eight. Yeah, I'm seeing it more. See it in school where she wants to do everything right. If she struggles with it, she is um, she's instantly in tears and is just like, I can't do this. And so learning to, you know, come up along beside her and be like, no, you can do this. Let's sit down. Let's talk about it. Let's, you know, it's, it's you haven't learned this yet. So let's go over it and learn it. Right. Um, I've also seen it where um, she'll like clean a room or another part of the house and be like, hey, I did this. Mom, aren't you so proud of me? And it's like, well, I am. Thank you for doing that. You know, and um Trying also trying to outside of stuff like that, trying to praise her for different things, you know, be more intentional in how I praise my kids. And it's not just her, it's all my kids. Um, you know, because I, I see it in different areas for the boys too. It's just I think it's so much easier to see in her because she's a little more vocal, she's a little more um not afraid to show her feelings and her emotions, <laughs> you know, like you can tell. So, um, yeah, try not to let that pass down. (laughs) Right. Well, I think it's interesting. I know um, I didn't realize how much that perfectionism was holding me back until I realized like, it came to a point in my life where I was as afraid of succeeding as I was of failure. Mm -hmm. Because if I couldn't be perfect at it, I just wouldn't do it. Right. And um, newsflash, I'm not perfect at almost anything that I do. Um, Even things that I'm good at, there are still other factors like cooking. So I've been sharing these cooking responsibilities with uh, Mm -hmm. another family because, hey, food is expensive. And I need the interaction because I'm extroverted, right? Right. I'm a good cook. I've worked in restaurants. I've cooked lots of things. The meals are not that great. And it's, it's a learning curve. It's a process, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's different equipment. It's different, you know, elevations, different things like that. And you have to get to know people's tastes that you're cooking Mm -hmm. for. So that adjusts as well. I like things very spicy. I didn't think I liked things very spicy until I started cooking for more other people. And then I realized (laughs) I like spice a lot. Right. And they do not. (laughs) Yeah. 
you know, if you're with me, let me know in, right. the, in the comments that you're you're a spicy one too. <laughs> but um, with some of those, with some of those pieces, what I actually did is, um, have you ever heard the story of the lady um, who developed Spanx? No. Okay, so her dad. And this this is all hearsay, okay? This is this is internet hearsay. I don't know that this is actually true. But the lady that develops banks um, said that her dad used to ask them one question when they got home for dinner, and it was, what did you fail at today? Every day. So every day, the only thing that they talked about was what they failed at, not what they did well, not how they're so perfect at this or anything else. It was really showing them, okay, what were the things that you tried and didn't do well at? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I got to thinking about that and I was like, I don't know that I would be comfortable enough to share what I didn't do well at, even with my very best friends. Yeah. That was really eye-opening for me. Almost heartbreaking. Right. And I was like, well, this is how you get sin in the church that people don't address because they're not used to addressing their failures. True. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm that person. Do you know how hard it is to look yourself in the mirror and be like, I'm that Christian that's a hypocrite that wouldn't share my own failures? If you guys could see my face right now. Right. This was a tough pill to swallow. I'm so grateful that Holy Spirit addresses these things in our heart because guess what? That was not being preached on the on the pulpit. That was not something that I was teaching people as I was in leadership positions in the church, mm-hmm. leading small groups and stuff like that. But Holy Spirit always knows where to find you. Oh, yeah. He's got your number. He's got my <laughs> number. And he's a good convictor. So... As I'm going through this process, I realize like I have to get better at failing and I have to get better about talking about my failures. Because if I can't relate back to the places that I failed to understand like where success truly comes from in the future, I was like, I'm never going to have a right relationship with success or failure. Yeah. And my identity is going to be tied to those things instead of having my identity tied to Jesus. Yeah, that's deep. <laughs> I was like, that's intense. Yeah. So, what I did is I put together a failure challenge. And I had a challenge to myself, this was just personal, to fail as many times a day as I could for a whole year. It was excruciating. I don't think and I could do that. Can I just say that? <laughs> excruciatingly painful. I did not realize how much pride I had. I did not realize how much insecurity I had. I did not realize how much I had inflated my own ego. (laughs) Good Lord. That will, that will bring you some humble pie. Oh, for sure. So if you guys want to know more details about my journey, you can always visit the website, which is christianinfluencerinspired.com. But it has been, and I'm not saying I'm I'm done with this, right? This is a consistent, oh, right. this is a consistent journey that I'm on. Yeah. But it was 
the beginning of being able to transform my mindset. And, you know, Mindy and I were talking about this um, when we had been very close and pretty much inseparable before, Mm -hmm. obviously she got married and her husband needs to be her best friend. That's appropriate, (laughs) right? Okay. We're all for that. I, you know, I applaud that. But um, she had even said, she's like, everybody thought that you had everything together. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised by that. Like that was shocking to me because to me, I was like, oh my gosh, I screw up everything. I can't believe that these people would even listen to what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> like, oh. And she's like, I don't think we thought that. <laughs> I I don't think we did at all. Um you know, so all I can do is be sensitive to Holy Spirit and and things like that. And that means each person's journey is going to be different. Our races aren't going to look the same. We're not all starting at the same place. And I think that's where sometimes we get confused. Yeah. Is that we assume everyone starts at the same starting line and everybody finishes at the same finish line. And the fact is that every person's journey looks different. Yeah. So how do you compare yourself with perfectionism to somebody else's journey when I might be at the beginning of fighting perfectionism and they might be 10 years into that process? It's really important to understand like having the failure challenge and doing the failure challenge with Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. in right relationship with Jesus, right? Um, Allowed me to be able to be resilient and to face those failures and to go back to the Lord and go, okay, this didn't work. What do we need to adjust? Mm -hmm. And I think that even showed me, I had a hard time going to Jesus with my failures. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we can't go to him, how are we going to go to anybody else? Well, I didn't realize that like, even as a Christian, I had this weird mindset of, I have to fix myself. Mm-hmm. before I go to Jesus, who can fix themselves? Right. Nobody. I... <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> like, it was just, but it's that dumb thing we do in our brain where we're like, yeah, I'm going to just take care of this one myself. Jesus, <laughs> yeah. and then when the room's clean. And Jesus is like, um, it doesn't work that way. No, absolutely not. I hope that you guys aren't feeling like all this pressure of, oh my gosh, I have to be perfect or anything like that. What I'm I'm saying is like, it's okay to apply some self-grace and it's okay to even go to the Lord and say, you know, I am struggling facing up to my own failures Mm -hmm. and my own perfectionism. And my own ideas of what things are supposed to look like. Yeah. And I don't know what to do about that. But I know that scripture says that your thoughts are higher than my thoughts and your ways are higher than my ways. And I trust you. And I trust that your word is true. And I trust Mm -hmm. that you sent the Holy Spirit to be our helper. It says that in scripture. So I can count on you to give me creative ways to overcome the challenges that I'm facing. 
And even if I fail in those things, or I fail to listen, or I fail to be obedient, that you're still going to be with me, that you never leave me and you never forsake me. Yeah, he's still going to love us no matter what. No matter how many times we fail, he still loves us. Yes. Yeah. So um, we do have to cut to our sponsors. We'll be right back. Our podcast, Christian Influencer Inspired, has teamed up with ChristianBook.com, your one-stop shop for all things Christian literature. If you're up for a challenge and ready to expand your reading horizons, we present to you the 100 Books for the Well-Balanced Reader Challenge. We believe that reading plays a crucial role in our personal and spiritual development. That's why we've curated a list of 100 books that encompass a wide range of topics, genres, and authors. Through our partnership with ChristianBook.com, you can easily access and order these books to embark on a transformative reading journey. And ordering your books through Christian Influencer Inspired's affiliate link, you will not only be investing in your personal growth, but also supporting the very same podcast you love listening to. To get started, simply visit ChristianInfluencerInspired.com and search for our 100 books for the Well-Balanced Reader Challenge and start building your library of transformative reads and make these books inspire and equip you to become a purpose-fueled Christian in your sphere of influence. Happy reading! Amazon Prime Day is coming! Did you know July 11th and 12th is Amazon Prime Day? That's right. If you want to know what my Amazon recommendations are, you can always find those in my Amazon storefront, and I'll have special deals that will be on our social media, which is at Christian Influencer Inspired Everywhere, except for TikTok, which is at Christian Influencer 2, so that you can find exactly what I recommend for this year's Prime Day deals. See you shopping. Thank you so much for supporting our sponsors. You know, we couldn't do this without you and without them being there faithfully for us. Uh, Make sure you check out their links in the show notes, or you can always check them out on our website, ChristianInfluencerInspired.com. So before we end today, I wanted to kind of go back to what Zona was talking about, about how we're all on our own path and we're all in different places on this path to overcoming perfectionism. And that we we look at other people around us and we think that they have it all together. Um, but in reality, we don't all have it all together. We all have our own little fires that we're putting out or hot vests going on. Um, when we go, when we leave our house, you know, we are putting on a mask. Mm-hmm. We put on that mask of perfectionism or um, whatever you want to call it. And we walk out of our house and try to leave that stuff behind for however long we're outside, right? We want to put our best foot forward when we're with friends, strangers. Um, It doesn't matter who it is, right? Um, So I just wanted to remind everybody that while we may be looking perfect on the outside, we're not. So we really can't judge ourselves against what we see um, or how we think that other people appear right? Uh, <laughs> I can tell you that I'm not perfect. I had, you know, Zona even said that she's not perfect. I mean, we are far from it, even though we try to pretend that we are, right? <laughs> I mean, we're all there, right? Um, 
And so just wanted to, you know, reiterate that, you know, this, this process, it is a process. I'm in the middle of it. I'm still working on it. I know I still deal with perfectionism, but we are all, it's on a journey and we'll get to the other side in our own time. Um, Yeah. So while with all that being said, we would love for you to leave us a message. You can let us know if you want us to share it on our podcast or not. Um, but you would do so on Christian Influencer Inspired Podcast page on Spotify. There is a button to either leave a message or call the show. And we'd love to hear what things have helped you overcome perfectionism or even just getting started in overcoming perfectionism. Um, if you have any suggestions for people wanting to start their journey or um, or who are still on their journey of things that have helped you, we'd love to hear that. Um, or if you just want to share your personal journey or that you're just starting out, uh, we'd love to come as- alongside you and encourage you and all that. <laughs> yes. All right. So we have our episode tomorrow, which can you believe we're already halfway through the week tomorrow? Oh man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, Uh, We're going to be talking about our identity theft book. Mm -hmm. We're going to review identity theft by Lana Terry. Mm -hmm. This is our second book of our hundred book challenge. Yep. And you can find our list of books we're reading each month on our Christian influencer inspired.com under the hundred books tab. All right, guys, we are so excited. You can always catch up with us if you want to be reading 100 books for the Well-Balanced Reader, which is volume one. Um, We have all of the books we're reading for this month, and we're about halfway through the month now. So um, if that's a little overwhelming, you can always pick up month two with us, and that's totally fine. But we'll see you there. Bye. Bye, guys.